Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is The Taryn Lamp Show. How are you? How are you? How are you? This is the Taryn Lamp Show, episode number 70. Seven zero. Can you believe it? 70 episodes. We are 70 episodes strong. Thank you so much for joining me. I truly, 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 truly appreciate you joining me. This is episode number 70 of the Taryn Lamp Show. We are, goodness, oh my goodness, taking guests into 2022. If you would like to be, buenas noches, if you would like to be on the show, I would love to have you. Make sure you get in contact with me. Donald, I'm going to get you in here in just a second. So make sure you get in contact with me. I would love to have you on the show. If you know someone who should be on the show, I would love to have them on the show. Make sure you hook us up. Send us a DM, send us a private message, send us a text message if you have my text messaging, uh, text, uh, phone number, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. And um, I would love to have them on the show. We're booking guests into March of 2022. Again, this show is about positivity and love. And if you haven't joined me, if you, um, the past couple of episodes, I've been sharing that I have been donating to heart disease and cancer patients, paying off bills for them. So. I thank you so much for everyone who's contributed thus far. It's simple. I am going to put uh, my cash app in the comments right now. And you can donate via my cash app or my Venmo. And basically, it's nothing fancy. It's no official 501c3. It's kind of just good old-fashioned. Let me think if I can remember. Uh, I think my Venmo is T-Lamp. Um, yeah, let me put this up here before I forget. Uh, yeah, T-Lamp, yeah, 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 that's that. Um, let's see, I'm trying to pen comment. Yeah, so my Cash App is there, my Venmo is there. It's again, it's just good old fashioned me giving back, paying off bills for heart disease and cancer patients. If you would like to help us, just donate in my Cash App or my Venmo and make sure you put Survivor in the comments. I'm hopefully gonna do that soon for what we've uh, collected thus far and then keep it, keep it rolling. So again, it's good old fashioned, just me uh, going right to the source, going right to where I get treated and going in there and paying off a bill for someone. I am gonna follow all the policies, so don't worry, I'm gonna follow all the HIPAA policies. I'm just gonna ask uh, the office staff who could use help, and that's where it's going. So good old fashioned, just good old fashioned me. So 
Let me get my guest in here. This is episode number 70 of the Taryn Lamp Show. Thank you so much for joining me. I am loving having you. Okay, so let me see if I can request Mr. Donald. Sent you an invite, so hopefully it's gonna come through. And yeah, this is episode number 70. My Cash App and my Venmo are in the comments for those who'd like to donate and help pay off bills for heart disease and cancer patients. Uh, Donald, let's see if it gets you on here. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well, how about yourself? Good, happy Tuesday, yeah. Happy Tuesday. I know it's warm there, huh? It's a little bit chilly. It might be warm compared to Chicago, though. What, let me see if I can turn you up, the volume, a little bit. Okay, let's let's see. And what is it there? It's probably around, I want to say, 50s, 60s. Oh, yeah. Maybe. It's a little chilly. It's cold for you guys. How was your day? My day has been going well. How about yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, we're starting to decline. Like, it's probably going to be in the 30s tonight, so... Yeah, that's, that's cool. what I was thinking about how, but you, what made me think about it? Because you look bundled up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I always try to stay warm because when the weather changes, it can be, you know, sickly. That 50s. So I always, yeah, I always try to be prepared. The 50s is a tough life. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, nothing is compared to that Chicago weather, I'm sure. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, thank you, Donald, so much for joining me today. As I was telling the guests, this is um, episode number 70 of the Taryn Lamb Show, and we are booking guests into 2022. So I'm so happy and amazed by that and thankful and thankful for people like you who give up their time and their talents. And so I just want to dig right in and kind of tell people your journey. What's your story? Tell, give us a, a synopsis. And what's well, your synopsis? Well, um, grew up in a two-parent household, um, both loving and dysfunctional, Mo mostly loving, grew up in humble beginnings, predominantly black community, um, you know, hardworking parents. Mm -hmm. And my journey, well, you know, I have two siblings. Um, I'm the youngest out of the three. So I was always, you know, you know, the one um, left behind, kind of, you know, oh. had to, you know, find his own way, you know, get cuddled, coddled, and mm -hmm. left alone at the same time, you know. So I had to, I had to kind of find out who I was at a very early age, you know, through that alone time I had, I had a time to re of reflection. So oh. I've always been a person that always reflected on anything. And through that made me who I am today, kind of. You know, it's kind of easy for me to reflect upon things and, and see things for what they are and not, hmm. not um, be so troubled by, by what's, what is. So I was always a good listener, you know, all throughout my young age and childhood age and my, and my mother through daycare when I was early, I never know. But she said, um, a person that used to take care of me said I was like a Jesus child. And she saw something in me. Uh -huh. And um, I didn't I didn't understand it then. Yeah. But now, I, now I do. And through my journey of, 
of hardships, but mostly love, it made me who I am today. Um, so who I am today is a person that, that has went through the struggles, has went through trauma, and is connected to that trauma, and has accepted that trauma, but also mm -hmm. understand that that trauma makes you who you are. And that can be right. a person that is acceptive and, and loving or a person that really is trying to find out who they are. And really, that whole person is shaped upon that trauma, whether good or bad, whether good or questionable. I don't like to use the word bad. Um, so that was pretty much my journey. You know, throughout school, I was always, you know, um, acceptive because I had a skill to play basketball. So I had, you know, friends and things. But I was still always a loner. Like, I always tried to see everybody, not just be a part of one group. So being that person helped me to connect with all types of people and accept them for who they are. I, I always been that person. So today, you know, going through college, I went through Central. Um, I'm an Eagle, HBCU. Oh, okay. University, which our homecoming is this weekend, by the way. Shout out to them. But um, getting my MSW through them, um, going through my own self journey to find out who I am, uh, led me to this journey of who I am today, which is a life coach. Um, two seconds for me. My husband just got home. Hold on. Two seconds. Stay right there, okay? Okay, sorry about that. Go ahead, life coach. Oh, so yeah, I'm a purpose-driven and mental health life coach. So purpose-driven empowerment, I coin that term um, because I think everything is through the identity and through the purpose, right? You find out who mm -hmm. you are, you find out what your purpose is, um, your true purpose is, because um, you know everybody has talents and skills to find out. Uh, to have a purpose or whether you're working and taking care of your family, whatever that purpose is. But when you find out who you are, you start to find out what, what life truly means and where you really want to go with your platform. Mm -hmm. And my platform is, is um, healing black men and boys. Mm -hmm. So that's our system and healing black men and boys, but also understanding that healing is, everybody right everybody everybody is on this journey of healing so i started out um with healing black men and boys because of, of the disproportionate uh statistic ways we've been treated um and through the school and you know school to prison pipeline and um so forth and and how important a black man is to the family um you know, back in my day, one out of every five males would be in prison. Mm -hmm. um, today, one out of every third male would be in prison. Mm -hmm. So, you know, healing, you know, assisting in that um, healing process is very important to me.
other than that, assisting with everybody's healing process is important to me. Like I said, finding your identity, mm -hmm. your, your purpose is, is, is what I do, what I help, is, is my expertise. So how do you, I'm trying to get, you don't, do you see comments at the bottom of the screen? I do. I'm trying to. Like, you know, this is my first five. Oh, okay. I'm trying to scroll them down, but for, usually I can scroll them down. But anyway, anyway, so how, um, tell me about maybe some obstacles that came in your way, because I can imagine, you know, there were some obstacles with you kind of getting over your own situation. And then I also know there must be obstacles of you helping people get over their, uh, their situations, right? So yeah. what are some things that maybe came in your way that, that could have stopped you or I understand what you say when you mean purpose-driven. I feel like I'm purpose-driven myself. So there's lots of things that maybe should have stopped us, right? But it yep. didn't. what are some things that kind of were thrown out there in your way but that you had to kind of move past? You know what it was? Me. Mm. It's, we, can say a, we can say a lot of things, right? I, um, I just talked about the disproportionate way of of how black males been treated in America, mm -hmm. um, a little bit, um, but we can go, you know, we can go down that line all day. Um, but me to put it in into uh, layman terms, right? So, if I was to blame anybody, I would become a victim of of me, right? Everything starts with self, right? <laughs> what we think of. Who you know the obstacles we had to overcome, um, the people that was in the way or, or or was obstacles, the the places that was obstacles, the systems, all of that matters, right? But who has to get over? Right, you, me, right? Mm -hmm. We get over those obstacles. So the biggest obstacles, the biggest obstacle was me. Like I said, I had to go through a journey of healing. I had to mm -hmm. go through the journey of, of unlearning and relearning. Right? Unlearning what I was I was told, unlearning um what I was taught and relearning um what I know today. And that was the biggest obstacle because it's it's like unprogramming or reprogramming. Yeah. Right? So it, it took a lot of um, self-determination, a lot of, you know, I always had confidence because I did have the skill of playing basketball. I've been great since I was about five years old in basketball, right? So I always had the skill to perform, right? But that didn't fulfill me. You know, it's a hobby of mine, but it doesn't fulfill me. Mm -hmm. Healing is what fulfilled me. When I, when I listen to somebody else's story, it it's like a it's like a a piece to the soul that's added, right? Like another piece to the soul that's added, because it's uplifting to hear somebody else who who can share their humility. So that's what I do. You know, I I always been a person who can share my humility. Yeah. Then make somebody feel something, even if they didn't want to. So I would say I was the biggest obstacle. I like that, that we're our biggest obstacle. We sometimes getting, get in our own way, right? It's always us. Mm -hmm. 
because it's always a solution, right? Once we sit down and reflect upon what's going on, we start all you nowadays, all you can do is Google solutions, you know, <laughs> but what I would say is write them down, right? Like write down how you feel, write down what you're thinking. And then you will start to find solutions on that, up, upon that process. That's mm -hmm. what journey starts, right? It starts with just you opening up with yourself because when do we get to do that in this society, right? This is a very fast paced society. Yeah. And it keeps you going, it keeps you working, it keeps you thinking. So when do we get to take a break or reflect upon how we feel? You know, when do we take a break from that front stage, backstage behavior of of taking our work home and saying, I'm leaving my work there and I'm going home to enjoy my family. I'm going home to enjoy myself. You know, when do we get to do that? So it, that's why it starts with you, because if, if you don't, then you will find yourself just running. And that's where and that we, hamster wheel mentality comes from. And when we do do that, what do we do during that time, right? Like, when you have that moment to yourself, what are you doing? Because you can also do a lot of destructive things during that moment with yourself, you know? That's very true. Um, or are you taking that moment to grow? And, th and that's what we call coping mechanisms versus your vices, right? Mm -hmm. Do you go home and, and drink alcohol and say, I had a long day, so I'm going to take a drink? Or do you go home and take a bath and soothe, right? What yeah. do you do to get yourself back in rhythm, healthy, healthy coping mechanisms? What do you do? Katie what says... That's definitely the truth. We are our biggest critics, and the judgment starts from within. And C's giving you two thumbs up. Um, yeah, right? Like, our biggest critic, we are our biggest critics, and the judgment starts from within. I like that. Oh my gosh, Pink Pepper, I just gave out your information the other day. Um, thank you for joining me. So, I gave out your information in your website just the other day. So, um, I, I, you got to come on the show too, girl. Anyway, so, yeah, I think I, I, I related to a lot of what you said, you know, like being my biggest obstacle, but also being purpose-driven. And I've also related to, I saw you said something in the beginning about, you know, people always said you had something, whatever that, that Jesus something, right? Uh, you call it that, that Jesus something. But it's, um, it's interesting. I think that's an interesting place to be because I remember people telling me similar things and saying like, I was too young to even realize what they were talking about, you right. know? Like, what does that mean? You just have it. And then you're, I'm like, what is it? What is it? I don't even know what it is. What am I going to do with it? What am I supposed to be? Um, and then I remember thinking, is that a lot of pressure to have whatever it is? And what am I going to do with it? Um, somebody says, what about marijuana coping or vice? What do you think? That's tricky, right? That's a tricky one. I, I can't, it's hard, it's hard to say marijuana. But what I will say is, because it can be used for both, right? Depending on how much you use it, depending on what you're using it for, right? Depending on if you need it, right? If you feel like you need it, if you feel like you need anything that can, that can change your um, mental state, then it can be a vice. 
but marijuana also is used for anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't know how they make it these days, but it was like, you know, it, it's supposed to be derived from a plant, right? So it's supposed to be something healthy for you, you know, if you um, use it correctly. So I can see it being both depending mm-hmm. on what you're using it for. If you think it's going to heal you and you overusing it, then it can be a vice. Um, mm-hmm. If you're using it, you know, just, you know, for release, you know, once a day or weekend, you know, it's just, it's just how, how much you use anything. Yeah, I guess it all depends. I mean, I have no expertise on it at all, but I guess it all depends. It's just like a lot of stuff, right? Like, yeah. You can you know, overuse moss, right? <laughs> you can overuse what? You can overuse sea moss. Right? Yeah. So yep. you can overuse anything. Anything. Food. Right. You know, anything. Yeah. Right? So what advice would you give for someone who is, you know, either A, maybe wants to get in this, this path, right, of helping others heal, or B, is in a path where they might need to heal? What advice would you give for someone? What I would say is, first, if you can, reach out Mm. to someone, um, whether it's a life coach or a therapist. Um, Really, really um, research who these people are um, because it is a system as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, really re- know what your intentions are going into it. Um, but that'll be the first step, I would say, because they give you um, insight on what you're dealing with. Because sometimes we feel like we're dealing some- with something in the present and that can be connected to the past. Oh, yeah. Right, like when I said, when you asked me my journey, I wouldn't be here without my parents, without my siblings, right? Me having a big brother really helped me in the environment that I was in, right? Me having both parents really helped me navigate that environment and life in general, right? You grow up, you think you're supposed to have both parents. But when I look at it, it says, I'm probably in a five percentile of of people mm-hmm. that have both parents in my neighborhood. Yeah. Right. So all of this stuff plays a factor, right? So when you talk about healing, I would say talk to somebody because what we're dealing with in the present could be something that we dealt with in the past. And that's you know, in our support groups we call it our um adult children. Mm-hmm. Right, because you 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 will start going off of those triggers, right? Those fight, flight, or freeze responses. And you you don't know why you get angry or you don't know why you walk out the room or you don't know why you check out and don't hear anything or don't care about who's who's talking and you don't resolve conflict, whether it's with people or whether it's with yourself. So that can be, that can be revolved around trauma, right? That can be yeah. something happened to you in your past and it makes you act like that child at that at that age that it happened 
I think it's, it, it could, you're saying it could be, but lots of times it is, you know? Yeah. It's lots of times. It's all yeah. of us, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. We've all had some sort of trauma, you know, and we all sometimes can react to it in, you know, in different ways. But lots of times you think about it and it is something that you, you're reacting to that's happened to you, you know, that stayed with you. Yeah. Because trauma is very easy. It's just a distressing, you know, moment or, or experience. Mm -hmm. Get deeper into adverse childhood experiences, with, which is a whole chain of them. Um, and that's, that's deeper trauma. Um, yeah. But, you know, trauma is very easy to experience. You get in a car crash, that's traumatic, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. you, you see a cat get ran over, that's traumatic. You know, it's like anything oh my <laughs> can be so traumatic, you know, I'm an animal person, so that would be so traumatic. Right, right. So, you know, anything can be traumatic, even if it didn't, like, necessarily happen to you, is what I'm saying. So, yeah. you could just see something and it affected you, you know, mm -hmm. you need to talk. And then you realize it was much deeper than what you saw, right? It's what you've seen over time. Yeah. And it's strange because I think about things that, you know, trigger me and I'm like, Oh, or I can remember, like, you know, you can remember some things like they were yesterday. Yeah. And they were 30 years ago because they were that traumatic, you know? Yeah. Like, you can literally see yourself, you know, in that same spot or in that same situation like it was yesterday. And when you think of it, it just makes you cringe in the same way, you know, that it did 20 or 30 years ago. And you don't ever want to go back down that path. You're, you're for sure. That's not the path you want to go down again. You know, you never want to see that thing again. Right. And that's <laughs> what trauma does. It haunts mm -hmm. you. So yeah. you, you never want to go back and you do everything you can. And then, you know, moments later, it happens again. Like trauma always will haunt you if you don't, if you don't um, look at it and face it. Yeah. And it can be simple things too. I, I was just saying a good example the other day, last year around in, in February. So in, you know, we haven't had a year yet coming up will be this first February. I was the first time I broke a bone and I fell on ice here Sorry. in my own driveway. That's a whole nother story. But I fell in my own driveway and I broke my hand. And that sounds, you know, at first it sucks, but now I'm so nervous about falling, no. you know, slipping and falling because it still replays in my mind that right. I fell and I broke my hand and how bad it hurt. And now I like inch around when I, when I, when I'm, you know, if there's water or something slippery, I'm very nervous. Um, right. I remember that situation vividly and how much it hurt. And right. I'm, already thinking about this winter already and it, you know haven't seen a yeah. patch up, but i'm already thinking about it like yeah <laughs> and that's you know when you know when the spiritual world we talk about you know that sacral chakra right that's that that instinct the feeling that you feel unsafe around ice now you know mm -hmm. so um you know you, you might be overactive right um i'm not sure of it not, <laughs> i'm sure I'm sure I'm over whatever <laughs> I'm over it. I mean, but over. Active, what you're do you active. call it? You active though. So I'm very active. Yes. 
it's activating. Yeah, know? yeah. So you know, it's it's just finding balance and being you know okay, you know, feeling safe. Mm -hmm. You know, right now you just don't feel safe, and it's okay. I'm like, oh, the ice. So, what does the future hold for you? What you got planned? It's bright. Um, All right, I heard I that. I can't say what I got planned, but I know it's bright. Okay, so I'm always I'm always a five year person. Okay, so it's always growth. You know, my three things is we change, we elevate, um, and we ascend. So, you know, it's always going up. You know, mm -hmm. um, so the few I can't say exactly what the future holds. Um, consistency is what I will say. I feel like that's a that's a good one and a hard one. It is. <laughs> that's maintaining maintaining balance. Yeah. How do you maintain balance? Um. Well, you know, this is this is our our guide, a journey to spiritual health. Okay. Um, find this on Amazon. Um. But I try to get up in the morning. You know, do a, do a light workout. Mm -hmm. Um. Whether it's push ups. Um, you know, just sit in quiet time, you know, no TV, um, might play some music sometimes to get me going, but just me time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so do a light workout, do a light stretch. Um, sometimes we have healing workshops. So, you know, I, I, we have a center in Raleigh, um, uh, where we do, um, meditation, sometimes yoga, uh, we had sometimes up with a comedic yoga instructor, and we do um, these healing workshop classes where, where I talk about purpose-driven empowerment a little bit deep. Mm -hmm. um, and we do yoga, and, and this time for our anniversary, we had a sound healing meditation uh, uh -huh. um, person too. So you know, just just quietness. You know, exercise at times, right? Stillness. Stillness, right? Stillness, awareness, presence. You know, I like to walk outside and, and feel the air, you know, mm -hmm. trees, you know, see the leaves fall right now, right? So I try to really um, just be earthy, right? right? Just, you know, really get into that root chakra, right? Um, of of eliminating that fear uh, of the day of the week, you know, of right. the night. All right, especially in these times, right? Mm -hmm. These times yeah. are very troubling for people's mental health. Um, so I, I would say sit in stillness, sit in stillness, and listen to what you need, what your what your self is telling you. Yeah. And I think that's, and we're, we're, we're on time here, but I think that's um, part of getting out of your own way. Get, a, get out your own way. You know what I mean? Doing that, sitting in stillness and, and doing that and thinking about literally I'm sitting here in stillness is part of getting out of your own way so you can hear and absorb and take in what's, what's coming your way. Yes, yes. Um, mindset, mindset, mindfulness, mindset, mindfulness. That's that's very big in, in how I assist um, people. Mm -hmm. You know, mindset and mindfulness often comes up. 
Um, I'm big. I'm very big on mindfulness. Very big on listening to yourself and 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 connecting those thoughts, those feelings, because we all know that's a cycle, right? Those thoughts, those feelings, those behaviors are cycles, right? What we yeah. think, how we feel, how we feel is how we act, how we react, you know. So and it keeps going in that cycle, right? So that mindfulness part is key and understanding, you know, what, what am I thinking? How is that making me feel? Um, so I can control how I act, how um, I react. Yeah. Or how I react. Um, mm -hmm. So mindfulness is key. Where we are at time. So where can people find you? Um, people can find me on online, um, www.light-workresources.com. That's our website. Um, at Lightwork Resources is our Instagram um, and Facebook. Um, like I said, our book, A Journey to Spiritual Health, live on Amazon. You can you can get that. It's more like a guide with a 30-day practice in the back. Um, and, you know, or you can email us at Lightwork Resources, um, gmail, at gmail.com, lightworkresources at gmail.com. I missed a question here I want to get to. I know we're at time, but someone's asking you, how do you hear your soul when your body doesn't help? How does that work? How do you hear your soul? How do you heal how, your soul? How do you heal your soul? When your body doesn't help. When your body does not help. How do you heal your soul? Mm -hmm. Listen to it. Ah, I like it. When we say stillness, we have all the tools. Mm -hmm. We have all the answers, but we really have to take the time out and really be still and listen to ourselves. Like it, will, it. it will give you the answer. And if that doesn't help, like I said, reach out to your local therapist, life coach. Uh, I'm also on, on Therapy for Black Men. Shout out to them. Um, so you can find me there as well. Um, you know, I get a lot of people from out of state, um, from therapy for black men. So I'm also, you can also find me up there, but reach out. If that doesn't help, reach out. Well, well, thank you very much. I truly appreciate it. First of all, I appreciate your time, your talents. Um, get out of your own way, people. And how do you hear your, heal your soul when your body doesn't help? I like it. I love it. Listen to it. Um, and if that doesn't work, right, Carolina? I like it, right? We love it. She's giving you some hearts there. Um, and thank you so much. I'm going to touch base with you in a second. So for those who are listening, again, this is the Taryn Lamp Show, episode number 70. We had Donald on today from Lightwork Resources. He is dropping dimes. For us today, um, let's go back. If you're just joining us, go back and listen to the from this interview from the very beginning. You'll get some great pearls out of uh, today's interview. And don't forget, guys, my cash app, uh, TLAMP7, or that dollar sign or whatever that is, dollar sign TLAMP7. My Venmo is T-LAMP. I am taking donations. Just me. It's not official. 501c3 or anything. Just good old-fashioned helping paying off bills for heart disease and cancer patients. If you'd like to help us donate via Venmo or Cash App and put Survivor in the comments. We will be back 
uh, next Tuesday, I think. I don't think next Tuesday is a break yet. Um, for our next episode, this is the Taryn Lamb Show, episode number 70. Signing off, Donald, I'm going to call you in just a second. And be good to yourself, and everybody be good to each other. This is the Taryn Lamb Show, episode number Bye-bye.